0: Hello, oh, left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast powered by left field investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go.
1: Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders shared their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Infielder Spotlight. I'm your host, Chad Ackerman, and with me today is infielder Brian Piana. Brian, we appreciate you being here. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Chad. I'm excited to be here.
0: Great. So on top of being an infielder, Brian actually does some uh, ad hoc graphic design work for us as well. So I'm going to take this opportunity to thank you for that, that you've thrown this way. It's been very helpful. Thank you.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's an easy way that I can offer value to people as I network and try to get to know them. So I enjoy doing it and the reception's been good.
0: Great. Well, no, we appreciate it. It's been helpful and the stuff looks great even pulling together for us. So thank you for that. But you've uh, hopefully maybe listened to a couple of these podcasts, you get a gist of it. We think there's some value in hearing the stories of different investors that are part of our community, just to help those that are getting engaged in this space as well, that maybe they hear something familiar. So that's why I like, we like to walk through all these things. And I want to be better. I want to start asking, first off, could you give us where are you from? What do you do for a living? Those kind of things as well to help us connect from a community standpoint.
2: Yes, absolutely. I'm in Houston, Texas. I've been here most of my life. I am a college professor teaching graphic design and web design. I've been doing that full time for 13 years. I'm 47 and I was raised to invest in the stock market. Yes. In terms of, you know, all that, my grandfather worked for Exxon and he said yeah. if, if the Exxon goes, the world goes with it. <laughs> so I remember all these things. And so for the better part of my life, my investment history has been the stock market. And then about or three years ago i really started looking at alternative ways to invest and eventually i stumbled on this podcast and january of this year i joined the infilters
0: oh fantastic well that's good i was going to say how do you take the leap from graphic design professor to get to a passive investor and so forth so did you do any active real estate investing prior to or did you jump right into the passive side of things
2: only accidentally my (laughs) wife and i remodeled our home five years ago. And rather than rent during that process, we bought a property. And then after we moved back in, we rented that out. We just sold that house this summer for appreciation capture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that was fine. And since I had a rental in my name, I started listening to Bigger Pockets and other things and trying to imagine a world where I had lots of doors and stuff. But then I realized I'm pretty busy. We've got two teenage kids at home and I have a job and and the idea of passive income really stuck with me.
0: Good. Yeah. I think that's similar to a lot of people's journeys. I was chasing the shiny objects and it was definitely on the active side to begin with. I didn't think the passive side was for a person like me that wasn't ultra wealthy, that was investing in syndications and so forth, which is half of the reason why we developed Left Field is to help educate people that know this is an opportunity for a lot of investors that maybe don't realize that it's a path they could take as well. So. I think you have a similar journey. So you got your start about, well, you found us anyway in January. What's been your journey since January then?
2: Yeah, it's it's a funny story. So I finally decided to invest in a syndication last November. It was with Disrupt Equity there in here in Houston, and it's a class A apartment. In a way, they were partnering with Open Door Capital, Brandon Turner. Yes. And I was like, well, if it's good enough for Brandon Turner, (laughs) maybe this is something I should think about and i just felt safe the property itself is less than two miles from my house and i said i can look at it i could see it and so i wrote a really big check <laughs> and i was excited about that but then in january i joined left field and then i learned the idea of kind of the concept of tribes and you can invest with much lower amounts <laughs> and i was like wow that would have been great to know last year exactly it was a good jump in. I jumped in with both feet, not irresponsibly. I mean, I really vetted lots of sponsors and things, but having joined Left Field and perusing the forums and figuring out how people are investing together, that's informed my decision since. Good. So,
0: well, at the very least, you got education out of it. And moving forward, you'll have another approach to take. So you're in the one deal alone right now. Is that how where you sit today?
2: That's my biggest investment, but I did in April with Accountable Equity, and their capital h4 fund yes. which is a golf course in new jersey the left fielders this is a great example the left fielders if they met a certain quota if they brought in a certain amount of money then the individual investors within that group were given a higher percentage so i invested twenty five thousand as just a let's check it out yeah but you know you're being rewarded as if you invested much much higher yes. so that's the payoff which is pretty exciting
0: Hi, this is Ryan Steig, one of the co-founders of Leftfield Investors, and I wanted to thank you for helping to build one of the most unique and engaging communities out there. You've brought your own skill sets, experience, and knowledge to help create tremendous value in a community that we could never have anticipated. We're excited to hear the stories that each one of you have to bring through this podcast series and to be able to share with our podcast listeners. We want to thank you again for your tremendous value that you've brought to the community and to help it become what it's become today. Thank you. And we can't wait to hear your story. That group investment structure is something new for our community this year that we like a lot to be able to get that preferred rates and so forth, but still be a smaller investor in the group individually. But The fact that they're letting us aggregate the money that comes from left-field community members has been fantastic and great that we could share.
2: Yes, and I think that's something to underscore for people that may not have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting (laughs) around, is that you can invest more manageable amounts as part of a team or a tribe, and that is also a great value of this group.
0: Yeah. No, I ran to the end of my capital at one point in time when I started to invest and TribeVest was my tool to then spread that last chunk of capital across five deals instead of one that just gave me some more diversity spread was a little more risk spread for me, as well as being able to meet some more sponsors that I wasn't going to be able to meet because I was only going to be able to get into one deal individually. So it's a great avenue to go. I think it's a good way to step into the territory because you don't have to expose yourself so much if you don't want to, if you're not ready to anyway.
2: Yeah. And just as you said, it's it's a great way to try out multiple assets. Now I'm also wary of shiny object syndrome, but it is nice to like, Hey, I'm going to put a little bit of money here. Let's see how it goes. You can test the asset, you can test the sponsor. And then if you feel more comfortable, you can always come back in for future opportunities. There you go. There you go.
0: That's great. So in a couple of deals been getting started found left field, what other resources did you find useful to get you started, help you look at deals? Get to where you are today so far, anyway.
2: Podcast is the easy answer, but I've listened to so many podcasts that eventually the same guests are showing up and everywhere. And <laughs> it's, it's a it's smaller circle. Than it's a think. circuit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But that's good. And then I've been trying to read through books, trying to educate myself. And you always get that, like, do I want to be an active partner? And mm-hmm. then you're like, no, 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 let's back out right. and be a limited partner. And so I've enjoyed select reading, and then really the forums. I'm only involved in left field, but I know other people are involved in multiple groups. And so they have just other opportunities to see things, but I'm just busy enough where I'm going to stick to this one thing for now.
0: It gets cumbersome, but I think there's um, value in the community at the very least. So the fact that you're involved in one, I think is very helpful for making that venture. To your point, you write big checks in this business. So you want to be as educated as you can be to feel as comfortable as you can before you do it. I'm only in one myself, but I keep debating about, should I go look for some more opinions and spread that out a little bit further also? Yeah,
2: one of the interesting things along that is obviously left field investors have their own preferred sponsors, which I never knew of them until I got to left field, but I'm sure perhaps regionally, there are other groups that have their preferred sponsors. So not that it's intentional, but there's probably some built-in bias in terms of where left field was formed. Cause down here in Houston, I'm like, I've never heard of any of these people, <laughs> but it is nicer to get the benefit of the group about, yeah. about their experiences with them.
0: And so, again, I think that any community will help with that. That's one of the things that I like about our forum is all the dialogue around new GPs and vetting those. I know I've gone in several times and dropped the new name in to see if anybody has any familiarity with them. And not that I wouldn't invest with them if nobody would heard of them, but at least it tells me I probably want to pump the brakes and watch them for a little while first before I invest and just see how they do. Because our community's getting big enough that if nobody's heard of a individual, then that gives me a little pause anyway to just make sure we watch them for a little bit longer and see that they're doing what we'd expect them to do and then look at it down the road to see if that's something you wanna venture into as well.
2: Yeah, I agree 100% with that. I've suggested left field investors to a few of my friends who are asking what I'm doing and how are you doing <laughs> this, or they've expressed interest in, in like multifamily and things like that. And so I get so much value out of the forum. As the infilters, you can log in and search for sponsors, search for key terms. It's been amazing. And that's a resource that I tell people. I said, look, you join left field, if you're an infielder it's amazingly affordable for what you get because you get access to the hive mind of, there you go. of sponsors and deals and things to think about and it's a uh, great value it is
0: i think so too i think it's helped immensely and we were going to start this out with just 10 or 12 people there's so much more value in having 300 people with opinions sharing with you than the 10 to 12 we'd hoped we'd get to begin with so i love how far it's come and what it's growing into And the culture that we've built around it. And I think a lot of people find some good value in it as
2: well. Yeah, I also want to interject. It sounds like I'm fanboying it, but but also. (laughs) Go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The intros where you get a one on one with another left fielder, those have been really great. I've met some really interesting people with just great stuff I've followed up with. And also the mound visits, which are like group phone calls occasionally those have also just been really a wealth of knowledge about what people are thinking about and great questions that i had never thought of so i thoroughly enjoyed my time
0: yeah no i appreciate you saying that we've tried to get creative in this zoom culture that we live in now to build networking opportunities so people in the community could connect more in general, when we'd hold a local meetup and everybody showed up and there was a guest speaker, you'd always have that time after the speaker that people would get up and chat and as the meeting was breaking up, and that's hard to do on Zoom. So we've been trying to find different ways to offer those kind of connections for people that were looking for those. And I think a lot of people find value in those couple of the intros and the mountain visits for different reasons, just to know there is more people out there. Because As we joke all the time and say a lot of times you can't go to your neighbor and talk to them about this because they have no idea what you're doing. It's a crock or whatever the case may be. So we've been trying to bring different things to the community to allow them to connect in those ways. So I'm glad you found them helpful anyway. Yeah, it's been great. Good, good. So as you've progressed through here and studied and listened to the podcast and everything else, any um, lessons learned or advice that you can give to the community? Is is there Listen to this that you've picked up along the way that might be helpful that some people maybe aren't thinking of right off the bat?
2: No, I just, I think that if you're new, and I'm relatively new, I think relying on a group, relying on people that have already done it, I think is, is healthy. And a group like this, it doesn't have to be this group, but people that have already invested, they're willing to tell you their experience. They're willing to tell you why they liked working with someone or why they liked a deal. And podcasts and books can give you a top level view but get the granular information from people that have been doing it has been amazing. And so I would say surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do. Ask lots of questions because people are by and large are friendly and they want to give you information Mm -hmm. and that's it. And get in a deal, right? If you can Mm -hmm. tribe up with a smaller amount of money, you start to learn the process. You know, you learn how sponsors communicate, you learn the terms, you might learn from mistakes, but she won't know anything until you uh, actually get in a deal.
0: Yep, I think that's great advice. All of that. I'm a big proponent of when people ask me for a piece of advice is take action. Go do something. You'll learn so much from that first step. I know it's scary. It's hard to do that first one. But once you do it, you learn so much and it'll help you for the next one and the next one and so forth. But I think that's all great dialogue advice that you gave, Brian, for sure. The community piece of it is so important, I feel like. The podcast and the books are great, but they're kind of a point in time as well. So the fact that you have access to a forum of a community that you can ask live questions and get live feedback, current people are circling back and giving updates and everything else, I think is very valuable. So I think that's a great piece of advice. So what's next in your world for this space? Where do you head from here?
2: Great question. My wife and I sold that house, and so we're sitting on some capital and. We're kind of waiting, waiting to see what the economy does. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think ideally, I would like to get into two to three deals per year for now. I have a whole bunch of investments tied up in the stock market, Mm -hmm. and I'm not eager to create a taxable event just to get access to it. And I know that's different, but for right now, I'm trying to earn money, save the money, deploy the money. So we have some powder should an opportunity arise in the second half of this year.
0: That's good. No, I I think there's a lot of people in that boat in this economy right now, too, that are in that wait-and-see mode. So you're you're not ready to do like me and liquidate the 401k and go all in? I'm not. (laughs) uh, I'm not. That's right. I don't encourage it to anybody.
2: I have a funny story, though, because late last year, I was super excited about learning about self-directed IRAs. Yes. So I had an old IRA. I moved it to a self-directed IRA, and I was ready to, I was so excited. But then all the rumblings that the current administration was going to strip that away, mm-hmm. I got cold feet. Yeah, I moved it back to a traditional, invested it, and it's down 20%. Yeah. So, go.
0: <laughs> it's the way everything's been
2: on the stock it's, market. It's all a learning yeah. process, right? So uh, you know, I don't frown on it too much. It's like, okay, yeah. what did I learn? Take stock of that and yep. apply that in the future.
0: And At the end of the day, you need to be able to sleep at night too. So yes. you don't want to put yourself over too much stress and that kind of thing as well. Correct. So, good. Good. Well, Brian, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing your story with us. It's great stuff. I really enjoyed it.
2: It was a pleasure, Chad. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you. And thank you to the community for listening in. We'll see you next time in the spotlight. Hey, left
2: fielders! it's Matt Pacini, your backstage guide to passive investing. I love sharing what I've learned about passive investing, which frees you up to do the things you really care about every day. If you'd like to improve life for yourself, your family, and leave your corner of the world a little better than you found it through win-win investment opportunities, then let's connect. I can help you transform your life and bring your priorities out from behind the curtains. Set up a meeting with me at Picheni.com. That's P-I-C-H-E-N-Y.com.
0: Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com.
1: Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show.